It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. <laughs> Broken Bard Studios! guys are all a mega pile of what the frack? That's fair enough. But I was in the car wreck. I was the one being pulled through a broken car window by my hair, then shoved to the ground already pulverized. I thought my best friend was dead. It sucked. Tangenting. Let me explain as best I can. I was all kinds of fragged, being drugged through the alleyways by some shot-up street shaman, complete with prerequisite trench coat and scowl. And I couldn't focus my vision. Eyes were rolling up in my head and back down, way bad res. My head was swimming. I timed out. Nothing. Then, a voice. I couldn't make out the words as more than sounds, but they were seductive in tone, yet angry. Bringing with them flashes of scenery and images, Places I knew I should recognize, but couldn't piece together. I could see them only in the form of colored liquid reality. Staying awake, much less thinking, was near impossible. I felt like I was ridiculously smashed. Like, wasted. I, I can remember Winter, though. You know, the postmod urban tribal guy with the gunshot wound. As he drug me along, oddly, all I could think about was... This guy has a big-ass nose. Stay conscious and try to focus on walking. You would make my job that much less difficult. Hey, man. You're the one walking me. And if you would, quit putting pressure on my wound with your hand. You are not helping at all. You're bleeding, man. I've noticed. Uh, you are putting your finger in the bullet hole. Stop it. Huh? What? Hey. Hey. You know you're bleeding. You are still doing it. Oh, man. You are... Don't say it. Bleeding. I think I preferred you unconscious. So, uh, yeah, I was out of it. Regardless, that's how it went with the however long it really took walk-slash-drag back to his, I don't know, safe house? When I finally came back online, I could see that I was in some abandoned warehouse. The sunlight came in like search beams through broken windows and holes in the roof. The place smelled 
dry yet oily, and the dust in the air made my nose itch. And then it all came flooding back to me in a terrifying memory dump. What's going on? The, the frack. What the frack? Ah, Mr.'s at last. I was starting to... What the actual frack is going on? Calm down. You have been injured. You fracking think? Who the frack are you, man? Just stay back. I am the one who brought you here. My name is Winter. I remember that much. The you bringing me here part? Sort of. Where the hell is Marcus? And, And your name is stupid. Your friend is safe. You are ungrateful and rude. After all, I did take a bullet on your behalf. Perhaps before you make more of a fool of yourself, you should take a few moments and collect your thoughts. Then we can start this conversation off on a better foot. He made a point. I mean, he made it in a pretentious, creepy kind of way, but I was starting to think that was just him in general. Needless to say, calming down was a bit of an issue. But I had to play it smart. I had no clue what was happening, who this guy was, why he got shot for me, or how Marcus was doing. Not to mention, I felt completely fragged. I hurt all over and my right arm was not cooperating. I had blood all over me and there were still bits of broken glass stuck in my hair. I wasn't sure if I would even be able to bolt on this weirdo or not. I had no choice but to listen to what he had to say. Better now. Uh, No doubt you have a multitude of questions. Understatement of the year. I can see this will be the best I can expect from you at this point. No matter. Uh, Ask away. I already did. Where's Marcus? He is either still at the hospital or at home at this point. It has been over four hours since the accident. Wait, what? Four hours? Are you insane? I... I... What I mean is... Why did you bring me here anyway? I mean, I obviously need medical attention. I brought you here to keep you safe, uh, to help guard your secret. You have been given medical attention. I was an army field medic. Plus, you heal very quickly. It is one of your many gifts. Keep me safe? What secret? What are you talking about? Are, Are you on drugs? Wait... Am I on drugs? You are this realm's chosen one. That is your secret. There is untold power within you. And the potential for even more. I would be your guide. Chosen one? Like the chosen one from animes and kung fu movies? Seriously, I'm trying here. But don't troll me, man. So not, Sway. Me rephrase that. Perhaps I did not think that phrase through properly for one so drenched in pop culture nonsense. Bluntly, you are the chosen recipient of a portion of power from a cosmic and primal entity uh, for this time period on this plane of existence. No, really. Are you on drugs? What the frag are you even saying? And with a straight face, you've lost it. You killed a man. 
WTF, man? Stop it! You also saved your best friend's life. Marcus? Do you have more than one best friend? Yes, him. Marcus. Scope this. Thanks for your help and all, but I've had enough of your cosmic mojo frag. I have no idea what the hell you were getting at, and frankly, I don't care. I'm... I'm leaving now. How did it feel? Standing up? It hurts. Thanks for the concern, lunatic. No. Killing a man. How did it feel? Screw you! I didn't kill anyone! Now get the frack out of my face! If you believe you are capable of leaving, I will not stop you. Got that right. Seriously, this is all gone to frag. Thanks, but no thanks. You're completely insane. I didn't kill anyone. No way. Didn't happen. Couldn't happen. I'm not a murderer. You hear me? No, you are not a murderer. You are a killer. There is a difference. That man meant to harm you. He almost killed Marcus. You saved your friend and yourself. You killed him before he could kill you. That is not murder. What's the difference? A man is dead however you try to spin it. So you admit that you killed him. I don't admit anything, but fine. I'll play your sketch-ass game. I guess I owe you at least that much. But that is it. So explain to me how exactly I made spikes grow from the sidewalk and impale that asshat. I would surmise you possess the ability to manipulate matter on the atomic level. Uh, Most likely another one of your gifts. From what I can tell, you lashed out instinctively. Uh Uh-huh. And I can do this how? Oh, yeah. I'm the chosen one, right? You are not letting that go, are you? You are what is called the Dark Sen. Only one of you exists at a time in each realm, or what you know as a dimension. I heard you the first time. So I won some sort of cosmic lottery and now I have some evil Lovecraft monster god thing possessing me? You are somewhat correct. But as the bard said, there are more things in heaven and earth, Horatio, than are dreamt of in your philosophy. The who? Horatio? Seriously, man, I'm trying to be civil here, but you got me all cross-wired. I somehow am not surprised that you know of Lovecraft and not Shakespeare. Regardless, if you would cease your prattling... Cease your prattling? Really? Really? You're creepy enough. No need to go supervillain on me with the dialogue. Boy, even my patience has limits, and you have pushed it as far as I will allow. We are done here. Find your own path. Perhaps your stupidity will not result in the death of you and this city, if not this very world. Though, 
I doubt it. Good! I was fracking warrant on you anyway. I'm not buying anything you say, you crazy motherfucker. For anyone that knows me, it's no secret that I have an issue keeping my mouth shut. I have a bad case of get the last word syndrome. It tends to always get me in more trouble than not. It's kind of a character flaw of mine. You would think I would learn, but nope. I had not even finished insulting the crazed long hair Trenchy when he spun around in a flash and in one fluid moment launched a knife at my face. Everything froze in place and went all Bufferville again. I saw the knife hanging in midair, light from a sunbeam reflecting off the blade. And even though I was entranced, I knew I didn't want to catch this thing with my face. So I melted. Something like that. The part that was the most unnerving, though, was the slight self-satisfied smirk on Winter's face as the now liquid metal knife splatted on the floor. Batch, are you finally ready to... <clears throat> cease your battle. And should I prove fortunate, maybe you will change your tone and show me at least a modicum of respect. But I... I how in the... Seriously, what the hell's going on with me? I, I just fracking melted the thing. Apparently. Did, did, did you know that would happen? No. Not exactly. It was an educated guess that you would, if nothing else, protect yourself once more. You guessed? You... you could have killed me. Not likely. But I suppose it was a risk. One I was willing to take. Nonetheless, if you had failed to stop the knife, then I would have saved you from a far worse fate down the road, uh, because you would not have been strong enough for your gift and the trouble it brings. How does that make any sense? So not sway, man. I mean, well, I mean, what do you mean? I, I thought I was the Don't chose. say that again. The phrase you are looking for is the dark send. Fine, fine. I am the dark send. So there's only one of me in this dimension, and I'm the puppet of some demon thing. What does this even mean? Why me? What's gonna happen to me? What am I supposed to do? What does this, this entity want with me? In order, uh, first, yes, you are, and yes, it is only you with this power. Second, it is not a demon. And while its influence is a part of you, you are no Third, it means you are potentially the most powerful mortal in this realm. Fourth, I don't know how the entity chooses those with whom to invest its power. Fifth, you are supposed to get more powerful than die. And sixth, the entity wants a return on its investment interest. Um, okay? Gotta say, though, I'm stuck on this and die part. And what's with the supernatural investment banking reference? 
now that you are listening. Keep your mouth shut and continue to do so. Good and evil truly exist. Consequently, there are powers or entities which embody these concepts. For instance, some would label those beings as God and Satan, respectively, while some would call them by different names. It does not really matter how the unenlightened want to classify these entities, only that they do exist. Oh, I get it. You're a religious lunatic. The multiverse is far more complex and vast for just good and evil. There are others. The source of your power is one of those others. You mean like space gods? There has never been a name for it. In fact, very few beings even know of its existence. This entity craves more power. It seeks to overtake the cosmic status quo. It sends out pieces of itself from the darkness of its domain throughout time and space. Hence the nomenclature, the dark sand. (sighs) That name is totally stupid. But I'm totally going to use it at the club. This power seeks out a being in each dimension, bending entropic forces to cause that being's demise. As the mortal dies, their spirit or soul leaves a shell. The power races in, grasping the remnants of their memories and personality. The newly awakened dark sand then sets about exercising its new power. That's it? What happens next? Then at some point, uh, when the power has grown to be too much for the vessel, they die, uh, usually through more entropic manipulation, sometimes just from simply overloading. The entity recalls its power, which has grown exponentially since initially leaving the source. Therefore, while crude, your prior comment about supernatural investment banking is rather accurate. Uh, so, wait. When I died, that's when this happened? Does that mean my soul is gone? I I never really believed in it, but that's not sway if it's gone. I, I, I thought you said I wasn't a puppet. Good, you are capable of paying attention. You are not a puppet, and before you interrupt, yes, I said the spirit leaves the body. And yes, that implied that the entity basically empowers and controls the vessel, but not with you. You are different. How do you know all of this? Seriously, how? And WTF, what what do you mean by different? Take this. It has a number where I can be reached. We should leave. Go check on Marcus and let your family know that you are all right. Wait a minute. You gripe when I don't listen, and then when I do, you tell me to leave? Plus, you didn't answer my question. 
questions. Huh? You asked two questions, not one. Really? You pick now to go all correct grammar on me? Answer my damn questions. You owe me that much at least. I owe you nothing. I offer you everything. What the frack? Frack! I can't go home like this. Mama finished killing me. Frack! You can't stay here. I didn't have my netcom on me, and I didn't even know where I was. Still had my cred chip and ID, so not a total wipe. But things were not what I would describe as great. I came to the conclusion that I should go to the hospital. I was definitely going to need to get checked out by some authentic doctors. Plus, maybe Marcus was still there. I really needed to talk to him. That was the plan. Then everything went to shit. Whoa! Hold on a minute. Looks like we've got unwanted company. <laughs> oh, freak. You just picked the wrong door to open. What the frack? Patreon.com slash Studios. Membership tiers start at just a dollar a month. Your support means everything to us, and the more support we get, the more content we can create. Thank you so much for listening. I would think it's obvious that I've been having one seriously messed up day. What was I becoming? Next thing I know, I opened the warehouse door and stepped right into the middle of a cartel gun deal. Wish I could say I feel bad for you, kid, but I don't miss his business. Not personal. How could you shoot him already, Matthias? This deal's a bust! For the second time that day, I got a gun pointed at me. I've been fighting myself. 
So, no blood, no foul. <laughs> you hear this kid? He doesn't want to hurt us. Funny guy. Jonas didn't even have time to scream. Oh God, please don't hurt me. Don't kill me. Chauncey Haworth, Mark Slade, and Lothar Tuppen. The demented minds behind the Twisted Pulp Radio Hour bring you... Twisted Pulp Magazine. A journey beyond surreality to worlds you never knew or hoped existed. Worlds of the supernatural. Worlds of dark satire. Worlds of nightmarish futures. Twisted Pulp Magazine. If you thought the 21st century was weird enough already, think again. Twisted Pulp Magazine. A step beyond your grandfather's pulp. Available at digitalvaudeville.com. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L-V-A-U-D-E-V-I-L-L-E dot com. Digitalvaudeville.com.